Hello, Purse Strings listeners. Thank you for listening to WebmasterRadio.fm's most decorated radio series. Discover the Purse Strings listening experience in a brand new way. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available for iPhone and Android. Listen to new episodes live every week or download any of the over 200 past episodes or sample from our extensive library of radio shows that every internet marketer should check out without opening up your purse. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes store or in Google Play today. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Webmaster Radio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan and happy Thanksgiving week. I hope everyone's having a great one. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman. Well, as we head into Black Friday, because not only do we celebrate Thanksgiving, we also celebrate pre-Black Friday, Black Friday and beyond. I feel like Black Friday began two weeks ago. don't know about you. But there is an article I saw in SpringWise about a new card that will be the answer to all of your credit card issues and your wallet issues. Apparently, this is a device that will manage all multiple credit card accounts gift cards, and loyalty cards while also alerting you if it gets lost. So imagine you've got a single card. And what you do is you swipe in all of your other cards and it remembers it, which is fabulous. And then using a companion app, you get to swipe, um, you get to actually use a little LCD display button and you select which card you want to use. So it basically holds all of your cards. It's a single card that holds all of your cards. It's called Coin, which I thought was kind of ironic. And they're doing pre-orders right now. In fact, they broke their pre-order goal of five, let's see, 50,000 units in just 40 minutes. And uh, you can't actually get it physically in your hot little hand until summer of 2014. Cost is 55 bucks. But just imagine, if all you had to worry about was a card that held all your information. And if it gets stolen, um, it definitely could shut down. Um, no problem with that. There's lots of function- functionality around that, lots of safety things um, built into it. So anyway, think about that as you're doing your Black Friday shopping. Someone's come up with an absolutely brilliant idea to help us out. Speaking of shopping, my first profile today is the Kate Spade shopper. She's a mom, 35 years old, has three kids in the home. She's married, household income of around 60K. And she loves to shop, especially around the holidays. Um, she likes just going into retail, checking things out. Um, she loves collectibles. Um, she just likes the whole darn experience. She says, you know what, I'm very fashion aware. Lots of fashion magazines out there that I consume that tell me what I should buy. I like to keep up with all the latest trends. I like to stand out in a crowd. 
Um, you know, when it comes to shopping, she switches it up all the time based on novelty change, just adventure in general. And you know what? She doesn't wear new clothes, um, old clothes year over year. She's always shopping for new styles. And she loves to indulge her children. And when speaking of shopping, she'll be shopping at Macy's this holiday as well as Kohl's and Nordstrom Old Navy, Pottery Barn, and The Gap. So she's very, very mainstream. She's driving Volkswagen, Toyota, Chevy, and Chrysler. And when it comes to what she's wearing, well, Kate Spade is right at the top, of course. Otherwise, she would not be the Kate Spade shopper. And Taylor Calvin Klein and Victoria's Secret are also big ones. So how can you intersect with the Kate Spade shopper? Well, she's reading a lot of little, lot of little things all over the place. Parenting, in style, glamour, better homes, entertainment weekly, good housekeeping people. So you can see she's really into fashion, she's into entertainment, and even into her parenting magazines. Uh, when it comes to cable, Bravo is a big one. Um, as is TLC, Lifetime, HGTV, and E. And she's online a lot at all of those companion sites as well, as, as well as Disney.com. My guest for today knows a lot about women, specifically mom. Stacey DeBroff is a, is a friend of our show. I've had her on many times, and I'm thrilled that she's going to be back on today. She's the founder and CEO of Mom Central Consulting. Mom Central Consulting builds strong, passionate, enduring relationships, connecting influential moms and brands, and really end up with really powerful results. Uh, mom Central recently conducted an influencer study um, and I know Stacy shared the results of this study most recently at the Marketing to Moms conference, and I'm thrilled that she's going to be sharing the insight with us today right here on Purse Strings. So stick around. We'll hear from Stacy when we return after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. 
Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD, DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney general the cyber law and business report on demand anytime inside the culture and business channel only on webmasterradio.fm her strings is back with the inside track on today's woman here's your host maria retan Welcome back. Joining me today is Stacey DeBroff, founder and CEO of Mom Central Consulting. And I'm thrilled to have Stacey back on the show to talk about the latest study that Mom Central fielded not too terribly long ago. Welcome back, Stacey. Thank you so much for having me back. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. I love well, that you started with the coin card and, yes. and all this uh, virtual currency. I think that's going to be one of the big trends we're going to see next year. Is, I think you're right. Is going to change. I, I know. I, and, you know, I look at people in line, whether they're swiping their Delta Pass on their phone mm. or they're in line at Target trying to pay mobile. And I'm just, you know, that is where we're going in general. And it'll be fascinating to see mm-hmm. technology try to keep pace with kind of our demand for simple and easy transactions. So and speaking of, of trends, I know you were just at the Marketing and Moms Conference. I hated that I could not be there this year. I was out of the country. We How was you. it? <laughs> it was amazing. I, I think it's one of the best marketing conferences that I go to every year. It uh, really combines insight, uh, networking, connectivity, uh, a lot of energy, a roster of speakers who are all pursuing what they do passionately. It's sort of the cutting edges of what's going on in marketing, but also how that translates into um, the real-time changing landscape about um, what moms are up to and also what's happening in terms of their behaviors as, as consumers. Right, I know. I always feel like I, I walk away from this conference so much smarter and able to take that information and actually take some action on it right away. I think Marketing to Women and Marketing to Moms conferences are very much about action-oriented insight. And I know that you yourself are too. You are on the main stage this year sharing some new research from Mom Central Consulting around mom, the mom market and influencer marketing. So first, talk if you would about the prevalency of social when it comes to moms and kind of what those top social platforms are. Many of them I know we're very well aware of. Well, I think that that the spread of social media, especially within moms and women as an extension, has been is enabling people to take their what was an everyday action, which is talking to other moms, other women, um, sharing best advice, 
and gathering that sort of on steroids because when you go onto these social platforms, you can suddenly exchange it not just with the people you're running into school or in the grocery store or that you're our best friends, but um, it's extending way on the email platforms into um, just large connectivity. Uh, we did a research with um, nearly a thousand moms for our Mom Central um, testing panel, and we showed that moms continue to embrace social media as a place to um, really connect with others and to, re- and to um, gather the information most relevant to them. Um, 81% of moms report that they read five plus blogs a week. I think a lot of people don't even realize they're reading blogs because blogs start to look a lot like websites mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people um, stumble upon them through search. I also think that we see moms using social media daily more so than, than a lot of other demographics in terms of the breadth. 91% of moms told us that every day they're checking in on Facebook, 65% on Twitter, and this rising growth in visual influencers. And so we'll see moms flocking in large numbers, 52% are um, all the time on Pinterest, and Instagram is now emerging as another vehicle where moms are sharing pictures and uh, more visual uh, information. Yeah, well, it's interesting. There's so many ways to engage. And as you're saying, the shows, moms are not hesitant to engage in a lot of different ways across a lot of different mm-hmm. platforms. But they're motivated. Uh, their motivations for engaging are very, very different, I would imagine. What can you tell us about those differences? Well, moms in general arrive at social media looking to find um, content that resonates with them. And when it comes to making consumer decisions, we always like it if we can hear from somebody first person. An example, Amazon. We don't know people on Amazon or TripAdvisor, but just by the nature, how articulate they are, we assign them credibility. That comes even more dramatic um, in terms of moms reading blogs for authentic content. 84% say that that's where they're first turning. 73% um, report looking at them to discover new products and 71% to research products. And so what's going on from mom's perspective is that moms overall, women don't trust brands. We think that they're going to inherently think that their products are great and that they're going to be out to market them. And so we want somebody to share first person their experience that can illuminate for us whether or not that product or brand is a, a, a right match for us, whether it's a vacation we take, a restaurant we try, uh, what we're using for laundry detergent. Then on the other hand, um, they're also using it to interact with the, the products and brands that they like most. Um, a lot of moms are entering blog giveaways. We know that sampling is a big um, is a big part of trying something. And so we've seen as the generation, um, women today are much less brand loyal. They're willing to switch. And and so if they can get um, involved and try stuff and hear about it, 91% say they comment on blog posts. So they're not just readers, they're really participants. And 65% redeem um, coupon codes. And the two things that we've seen, Maria, that really switch loyalty of moms engaging with brands are word of mouth, someone you know really recommends or really um, recommends that you don't use mm-hmm. or, or try or go somewhere. And the second thing is significant couponing or actually trying the product itself. And since we don't believe what brands have to say, we're going online and social and gathering that first person information, which turns out to have a dramatic effect on our purchase choices. Mm-hmm. I think it just further reinforces the power of that blogger. And I know being on the public relations side of things here, but what I do, I'm in my other 
12 hours that I work when I'm not doing first strings. Um, you know, I, I for sure, I'm, I'm always recommending engaging with bloggers for that very reason because they have become such a such an important voice for moms, for women in general, but especially for moms. And um, they're a great conduit between brands and moms. Because to your point, uh, women are smart, and they know mm-hmm. that, that brands are drinking their own Kool-Aid, and they can take that for what it's worth. But bloggers um, you know, still have that authenticity to them for sure. And mm-hmm. I know you said couponing is uh, mm-hmm. a way moms really able to maybe sample new products and everything. When it comes to the blogs themselves, I mean, there's so many of them, so many of them being created. I'm sure one's being created while you and I talk right now. Um, what are the <laughs> blogs that are resonating with moms where they can find out about these products and things? Is it health and wellness? Is it based on kind of um, where they are based on their lifestyle, mm-hmm. parenting, that type of thing? Well, first of all, we um, seek out, and, and this is something we know by instinct, we seek out um, reading things of people who are in similar situations, circumstances, who share sort of perspectives that map to our own because we think if they like something or if we hear how they handled something, then we are apt to think that that solution would work for us. So 94% of the moms in our research report that they read, they seek out uh, these voices um, and the bloggers based on lifestyle and interests mapping to their own um, because they want people whose experiences or what they're writing about because it might not even be the experience. It might be that they're writing about having an autistic child or they're writing about best products for a gluten-free family diet. And because they're very, being very specific, then um, they're gathering that. 62% of moms and women are seeking blogs where the, where the bloggers in a similar um, stage in terms of kids. So um, it, if you, it turns out that we are sort of part of a generation of mom, and as we enter into being moms, we really gravitate um, even more so than um, we do like people who are generationally our same, but 62% of us are looking for people who have kids the same. So if you're in the throes of having a toddler, you tend to focus on the same products, the same issues, and about 40% look for blood written by someone who's in their life stage. Um, so that if we're Gen X or Gen Y or Millennials or Tail and Boomers, um, it often helps us to, to caveat someone's perspective based on, simili- um, based on those parallel similarities. Mm-hmm. So what causes people to abandon a blog? Because I would imagine that there's so many reasons to go to a blog and seek them out. And if you make that connection between reader and blogger, it's probably pretty powerful. But are there things that can get mom to say, you know what, I'm kind of done with this blog? Well, I think that whether you're reading a blog and, and following a particular blogger or coming across a blog in, in uh, Google search or Bing or whatever you're using um, to come across like specific research, what matters ultimately is authenticity because we are, we are extending to a person, if we're going to value their recommendation, we're extending them trust. And that trust is based on them writing their authentic opinions and you agreeing with them. So um, if, if somebody starts to espouse marketing language and they start to just sort of um, feedback marketing language that, let's say, a brand gave them about a brand new cereal, and um, then the readers are going to think, this doesn't sound like a trustworthy voice. And then they lose readers. Mm-hmm. People will abandon a bomb. 60 63% of moms stop reading a blog if they don't think it's really authentic. And 62% of the blog is purely product-focused with no story. So 
um, if it's just a blurb like this is a product, this is what it is, they really want some context. How did you use it? Um, why would you choose this? How does it compare? And those authenticity decisions um, end up being what um, it allows us to to give trust to the things we're reading, and that in turn um, influences our consideration of whether we're going to try something. And ultimately, when we're in the point of purchase or seeking out a solution, we're we're going on their recommendation. If, and if it doesn't work or we don't think that they were um, really a valid expert in, in terms of sharing this perspective, we won't read them anymore. Yeah, yeah, you just say, uh, forget it. I'm going to move on to somebody else. Well, and we're kind of in the shopping season, so I think mm-hmm. that what we're talking about is pretty critical. And, you know, now more than ever, we know that women and men do a lot more research than, say, they used to five years ago when they went out to make a purchase. And significant purchases now are anything over 100 bucks, whereas five years ago it might have been several hundred dollars. I think our frame of reference certainly has shifted. And as you said, bloggers have become very persuasive, kind of that a, a, a critical uh, avenue when you're going to go about researching products. But beyond blogs, how much research are you finding that mom are doing online besides uh, before buying that product? And, and where else is she looking to do that research? From a marketing perspective, there's a whole new journey of what makes us informed de- uh, decision makers, informed consumers. And we believe that if we're going to buy something, uh, we can we want to search um, and find that information. It used to be you would go to a sales rep, you would be sitting there in the store saying, tell me the differences between these refrigerators, or um, I want to know more about this car. Now, 99% of moms, which is virtually everyone, researches uh, purchases online prior to making them. And 94% extend more trust to the products for their families after they've done their own research. So what it means is we're going out there to try to ascertain, not just on blogs, but on any of these online mediums, what people have to say about them. And um, we're judging them, even if we don't know them. Mostly we'd love to know who's giving the opinion. Um, But an example is, is all of us go on Amazon and read what somebody says. And if they say, I tried this turkey fryer and it, it, was horrible and you have you know and it sounds really credible and they're kind of cooked that they are seasoned and they understand using fryers and they hate it that really can make a swing decision right there and and not only are are we doing research more as moms and women but we also are more comfortable because we're doing online research moving into consumer categories that we um, didn't that our consumer footprint didn't go to so for example now um, women are much more comfortable and moms are more comfortable going in and saying you know what, I'll make a, par- a car decision because I really know the blue book value. I really am clear about how I'm going to negotiate or I'm going to buy computers and I'm in charge of the cell phones. I'm going to go buy big box of appliances. So not only are they doing online research, but they're expanding the footprint of what they're comfortable purchasing. Well, and you talked about it before too, what will get mom to maybe move move off and try some new things and because brand loyalty is out the window as we know. You mentioned couponing. Mm-hmm. What else will it take to convert mom to that sale? I mean, you talked about reviews, of course, being mm-hmm. one that will con- will keep you from uh, buying something that may convert you into to a purchase, couponing being another. Is there anything else that you feel like is highly relevant? Um, I think that as more and more purchases happen online, we care a lot about e-commerce reviews, and I think brands are starting to care about those, Um, what people say about you on Target or Best Buy or Amazon or 
um, eBay. You know, what, what, how much do you put trust in, in that? And also I think that there is more ability by searching online through social media to do price comparisons. So you have an idea of not just what you want to get, um, but also by drawing in what the best prices are, it might lead you to pick Costco over BJ's or um, Star Market over Shaw's. Mm-hmm. Well, and we're going we're gonna to come back and we're going to talk about not only getting them to purchase, which you just talked about, but how do you get a mom to advocate for your brand mm-hmm. or your product, which is really the gold in all of this. So stick around. Stacey's going to explain that when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Welcome to Market Square, where you'll learn about fundamental human truths and up-to-the-minute trends that shape how and why marketers and people connect. Market Square, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Been chatting today with Stacy DeBroff, founder and CEO of Mom Central Consulting. And Stacy's been on the show several times. And we were just talking about the latest study that Mom Central conducted, and for which she was on the main stage at Marketing Mom Conference um, just a few weeks ago. And uh, we were talking about converting mom to an actual sale. And there's lots of ways that you can try to do that. We know the power of blogs, couponing, reviews, all of that. Um, but once we've gotten mom on board, we've actually gotten her to purchase a product. Stacy, how do we get her to then advocate for that brand, that product, that service, so that that goodwill is pushed out into the world and more people can kind of get on that bandwagon? I think that we all have brand advocacy within us. There are products that we love, stores we love, brands we love, and oftentimes we keep that passion to ourselves. 
Um, I have not been discovered yet by the Diet Peach Snapple team, but I <laughs> love Diet Peach Snapple, and if they delivered a case to my driveway, I would probably be inspired to do a lot for them. Uh, and so what we really want, um, besides I want a case delivered to me, so big sampling would be nice, but I think what it is is that that moms are looking to be more engaged. They they want to have conversations. They want brands to hear feedback about products. They want to feel that that innovations and and changes in services and and in brand sort of what they're um, focusing on, even what their charitable efforts are focusing on, um, resonate and and that they they engage in a conversation more and more. We have started to see brands as people, and as such, we actually hold them to personal standards. So, um, in the past couple of weeks, we've seen a lot of brand missteps where um, they have been accused of insensitivity. There was a um, cereal a commercial that was saying, you know, it was it was actually in Germany, but a lot of cover in the United States. Um, if you, for every person who likes us on Twitter and Facebook, we will help give money to feed this starving child. And so people are like, really? Like, wait a second. So you'll let them starve if we don't do that? And so it was this feeling that we want to have these engagements. We want, we look at brands and we start to think of them acting as people. And, and the more that they have that personality, the more that they engage us in conversational levels, whether it's on platforms like Twitter and Facebook, um, through the ways that they interact with us, through the give and take, um, those kinds of special relationships, much like loyalty programs draw us back as consumers, building advocacy and building sort of whether it's inside knowledge or first chance to find out about what's new or to give input, these actually turn people into advocates with all having genuine passion for products. Suddenly, they feel inspired to talk more about that and to the extent that they have larger networks to amplify that message and to reach um, you know, hundreds and thousands and ultimately millions of people. Well, and I'm sure it inspires loyalty as well. And you said earlier in the show today that loyalty is so hard to come by, so hard to keep. Women, moms especially, now more than ever, are less product loyal than they've ever been. So let's say you're a brand and you do all of that and you do it really, really well and you're in relationship with her and you're very authentic in that. I mean, is that enough or what else can you do to, to try to foster that loyalty? Well, I think that what we're seeing, and, and certainly at Mom Central Consulting, we're running about 300 brands for, um, campaigns for, for brands um, each year. And so what we see is that brands are working hard to find people who are um, very passionate about their brand and service or passionate about the category. So it might be that um, a new uh, European Greek yogurt is coming over, so they want to find people who love Greek yogurt and introduce them to this new variant of Greek yogurt. Or they just want to find people who love the existing American yogurt, let's just say. And what um, brands are starting to realize is that in order to um, move advocacy, because they want to move to scale, one, they want to create a broader dialogue with their fans, and so interactive platforms such as Facebook and Twitter have been really um, helpful. More and more traffic is being driven from brands, putting up visuals and tying into retail through through emergent visual platforms like Pinterest and Instagram and Vine with its six seconds of um, watching. And I think that what brands are ultimately realizing is they have to hone in on the influencers. Who is it that is passionate, who is an advocate, and also has the potential to reach the largest numbers um, in first-person speaking, like I love this 
here's why, um, to an audience? And then how can they engage them in um, a building um, opportunities for them? Um, can, they, can they give them uh, first looks at products? Can they, can they sample to them um, things they're considering? Can they bring them into focus groups? Can they um, have them um, come to special events? Can they create experiences that engage their advocates? And moving that larger and larger to scale is proving really transformative in the marketing landscape. And more and more brands are moving their money into social and digital advocacy because they're seeing that it has a far more effective um, rate of actually converting to purchases. And I think this will continue to be proved out with metrics that really are going to accelerate over the next few years than sort of third-party talking, which is which has been traditionally advertising. Mhm mhm right oh exactly i think we're we're seeing quite the phenomenal shift mm-hmm. in where uh, marketers are putting their dollars as a result of what the ROI their um and level of engagement true engagement that they're able to generate well, the proof is in the pudding. It's in sales, and there's no <laughs> bigger season than right now. As you know, Stacey, it's the hottest of the hot retail season, and every retailer is kind of ha- uh, holding their breath to see what will happen. Uh, we know the sales have started even earlier this year. Walmart's opening at 6, Target's opening at 8. Many, many, many brands started you know, putting all of their products on sale well in advance of Thanksgiving. I'm curious what your crystal ball shows when it comes to mom and the holiday shopping season. Do you think it's going to be a good year? I think it's going to be a very touch-and-go year. We, we did a separate study of nearly 850 moms um, regarding what they thought about holiday budgets and shopping for this holiday season. And I actually think that the retailers are, you know, we've never seen more hype than, than we're opening our doors Thanksgiving Day. I mean, it's like pre-Black Friday, Black Friday. I mean, they're creating all these crazy sales events. You know, you read the newspapers and people are already in tents outside. Apparently, they don't have families to spend Thanksgiving with, but they're in tents waiting for stores to open. Um, I don't think those are the moms, though, by the way. I and, agree. Um, and what's happening is that moms, you know, even though the stock market is high and all these economic signs are that we're strong, I think people are still really still struggling out of the sort of um, feeling that, 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 that happened during the recession. So 63% of families say the current economic client has had an impact on their holiday plans. 45% of moms say they'll spend as much as last year. 43% will spend less. So that's very, very thin margin left of 12% are going to keep their spending. Um, you know, like they're just really, I mean, that's, that's almost half of moms are saying they're cutting back on the holiday gifts. And um, we also say that, that 58% of moms seek out a personal online recommendation for gifts ideas, and 50% will return to blog posts for ideas. And so, and also moms are going mobile. So 30% actually expect to do a lot of holiday shopping from their phones. So I actually think that this is not going to be a strong year. Uh, There's a lot of indications. And if you see the marketing trends, I think retailers are really concerned about a soft holiday season because uh, mom consumer spending will be down. People are really um, worried about savings and still there are concerns about job stability. And so I think that the hyped up sales we'll see and the lost leaders to try to get people into stores are part of the fear of this soft season coming up. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see with all the discounts that are happening if retailers end up just even getting out of, you know, getting out of debt this Mm -hmm. year. Um, And if it ends up backfiring on them. I mean, we've all been 
lulled into this, I got to get a deal, I got to get a deal. Nobody pays full price for anything anymore, and I just don't know where that's all going to net out. It seems to have just uh, steamrolled its way into ever discounting and earlier and earlier. So I'm very anxious to see on the other side of this how retailers actually do. Um, it'll be interesting to watch, that's for sure. Definitely. It's, I love this stuff. The trend spotting, it's it's all very exciting. And also to see some of these theories be put into practice by brands who are really working on transforming their marketing, especially in this women and mom space. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and you certainly know all about that. Stacey, thank you for being on the show. And <laughs> thank you so much, Maria. I love, I love being on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's always a pleasure. And I want to drive everyone to momcentralconsulting.com to learn more about Stacy and her great work and her, her team does there at Mom Central Consulting. All good stuff. So momcentralconsulting.com. Thanks to Stacy. Thanks to George for another great show. And join me right here for another edition of First Drinks next Tuesday at 3. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.